Southern Miss, middle now leads the nation in turnover. Uh, turnovers by the defense, which is a really good thing. Remember the Marshall game, same thing. The middle won the football game there because defense turned it over, over and over and over. But uh, middle apparently has lost a quarterback for a while, Chase Cunningham. No timeline for his return. Uh, I haven't heard anything yet that says season ending, Jeff, like uh, we'll get to Derrick Henry in just a minute, which apparently that's the case with him. But uh, Mike Delilo, Delillo, I can't say that I know how to pronounce his name, uh, came in. I thought did a very serviceable job. And looks like he got a good set of legs underneath of him and really didn't get much chance to throw the football. Middle was ahead and protecting a lead. And, Jeff, you just don't put the ball in harm's way much. You shouldn't anyway, which is the way they played it. That's right. I mean, and we had, the, we had that game firmly in hand, really pretty much by certainly by the middle of the third quarter. Uh, if not at halftime, and um, uh, I, I thought played played very well. I'm sorry we lost our quarterback. I tell you what, it's been as you and I have discussed before on this program. A lot of games were lost because of injury uh, to, to various players. It can be a lot of different people. It seems like you always lose, you know, somebody. I know you're going to talk about Derrick Henry here a little bit later, and he uh, uh, and we can do that. But I hated to lose our quarterback, and he may be back. I don't know. We'll see. We we shall see for sure. Uh... What the, what the deal with, with that? Uh, Chip Walters and Blue Raider Insider Report at the bottom of the hour will likely have some type of a report on that uh, as, as well. Of course, maybe bigger news is uh, uh, it's reported likely, 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 just like we reported last week that it was likely, likely, likely that Marshall and, and uh, Ed Al were going to leave uh, Conference USA for the Sunbelt Conference. Now, the latest is Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky are leaving Conference USA to be in the Mid-American Conference, the MAC. Uh, that is not going to be official, and I'm sure MTSU will not substantiate that. But uh, normally when those words get out that, that strongly, Jeff, it, it, it tends to happen in, in due order. Testing the waters, I'd say. See what public opinion is. The, the government does the same thing with with various rules and regulations that they're thinking about, you know, and what do you? they don't even ask you. They just put it out there that this is under consideration, and then see what the public says. And I, I think Middle is in a in a well a difficult situation. I don't know. And if you're going to go to the MAC, you you better be ready to up your game again. And and we continue to have problems with that wherever we are, at least recently. So we you know we but we got it. We need a conference. I don't like this independent stuff. Neither do you. It doesn't work. Um, you're left behind. And uh, and well, we we got to have a league somewhere now. Maybe the possibility exists of bringing people in to join us in a, in in the conference USA. Maybe that might be a possibility. I don't know. Well, that that was the the possibility that seemed to be the leading possibility this time last week. Uh, Jeff, I again based upon what happened with uh, ACC. Taking the teams that was reportedly going to get that happened exactly the way it was reported. It was likely to happen. Sunbelt Conference reported it was going to do whatever, and it was exactly what happened. So when it gets out like this uh, nationwide among some of these folks, it, it's a pretty good bet that it's going to happen. Uh, Jeff, there's no question in my mind, Middleton, seeing Western Kentucky will jump at the chance to do that. Uh, the, the, qu- the question had to be did, Mac want, did the MAC want to expand this far south? And uh, apparently they do. It's a 12-team league right now. They make a 14-team league based. There's one team in northern Illinois near Chicago. You've got uh, Buffalo, which is to the far east of that. And the rest of the league, and Ball State in Indiana, and the rest of the league is in Michigan and Ohio. So it's uh, from a travel standpoint, Jeff, given the fact that it's not El Paso, San Antonio, Florida International, Florida Atlantic, from a travel standpoint, it makes a little more, more sense. In some ways, even though there's going to be some travel involved, I, I kind of like the idea of going to Buffalo one time to just go see Niagara Falls while I'm in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, Miami, Ohio is in there. Ohio is in there. Not Ohio State now, Ohio. And uh, But uh, uh, don't you think it's a level up from Conference USA? Well, I don't know that that's going to be looked that way or not. I, it, it's, just, it's a different brand of football for sure. Jeff, uh, it's, it's a it, Big Ten type league. It's just in the same ground. I, I hope it's perceived that way. I, I'm, I'm not sure it will or will not be, but uh, 
It's certainly a step up from what Conference USA was going to turn out to be in my mind. Well, I, I agree with that. I think it's a step up. Good. Uh, I, I, and I hope we can rise to meet that challenge. Uh, another report flying around a little bit is that uh, the, the uh, Murphy Center Project and, and uh, Floyd Stadium football project is about to be uh, announced that uh, that, in fact, is going to happen, that the money is now in hand to get that done, which would be a nice thing to do. And uh, for those not familiar with what we're talking about, uh, within the next 10 days, two weeks uh, or so, I'm, I'm guessing we'll get more information on that. Uh, also, another middle note, if I might. Sure. Uh, and I, I do not have the complete details on this, and I should have, and I apologize to our audience. But uh, I understand that uh, that uh, our track program, Dean Hayes, has done it again, I think. I believe they won it all. Uh, I believe it was in Charlotte. Uh, and if somebody knows or has details on that, they're welcome to call. Uh, Chip will have uh, that. I'm, I hope I'm so. satisfied. Uh, yeah. That somewhere north of the 50 mark for conference championship for Dean Hayes. I don't know. Right? I, I think even he's lost count. <laughs> I, it's a bunch. Uh, and Dean has had some health problems here recently, and I was just so glad to hear that he did well. Well, we got to talk about the Lady Raiders in their first basketball game. Uh, uh, a lot of new players, Jeff. And you got, of course, Derrick Henry, the Titans, and all that uh, going on. We'll never get it all in in an hour, but we'll do the best we can. Oh, the, by the way, the high school football players are starting too, right? I heard that they were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we sneak that in, but we've got a caller on the line. Go ahead. Hello? Go ahead. Hey, how you doing, Tim? Jeff, how y'all doing? Yeah, what's on your mind? I, I just want to tell Jeff, Jeff, that it was cross country. What track? Cross country. Thank you. Cross country. Because cross country is fall track in the winter and spring. That's correct. And I and knew what that. Is, what it is, Dean Hayes don't do no more. Keith Roman does it. He's a coach. Keith Roman's a cross country coach. Yes. Keith Roman is. To Dean Hayes don't do cross country no more. He just does track. Okay. So, so, but, but what I'm saying, they did it with East Charlotte, like you say. And the thing about it is, I, I was reading about this weekend, the uh, the men's race, how they do is where you finish and you get so many points, like one, two, three, four, five. Well, all, all of the in the in the men's and women's race, all ten runners that scored points, yep, to five your top five runners score points. All ten of middle's runners finished in the top fifteen of the race. All of them, every one of them. So in, in the men's race, get this: middle had fifty four points, Charlotte fifty five. So you, so you go by the lowest point though. Yes. The middle middle won it by one point. They had them all the way. That's that's the way I look at it. But 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 but, but the, the women's race and the women. Chip's going to mention it's the third year in a row. The third year in a row they won a conference, the, the, the men's women's team, cross-country team. They're going to be running so, in a different conference, it appears, about two years from now, Jeff. Well, well we just keep, we, we win the MAC, too. We win the MAC, the SEC. We just keep on changing conference. MAC, SEC, back, we don't need to trade with. Just keep on winning. Just keep on winning conference champions and that. So, but, uh, but now the football team, I'll just say they played really good, of course, the quarterbacks out and stuff. But, uh, I know y'all gonna mention high school playoffs. I did want to ask y'all how many blowouts are gonna be this weekend in the first round of playoffs with them two and eight playing ten and O's. I know y'all can't wait to watch that. So to see if y'all can go to over and under on, on blowouts this weekend for the high school playoffs. I'll hang up with this guy. Thank you. Yeah, you got some regions, Jeff, that have only four teams in it, which means the fourth place team is gonna make the playoffs before you ever start. So if you're zero and ten. And I don't know for sure if we've got an zero and ten team in the in the playoffs this year, but I'm gonna bet we've had. Like he said, a two and eight, a one and nine, and there have been zero and ten teams that have made it. Uh, especially up in Upper East Tennessee, where there's a lot of mountains that keep people from separated a little bit. Uh, a lot of smaller divisions there, but uh, how many blows? One, one versus fours. Uh, there'll be a bunch. Fair to say. Oh, I think yes, that's yes, that's exactly correct. I I haven't um, I haven't looked at at the A. Uh, or 2A much. I, you know, I follow Alcoa a little bit because Gary and the rest of my time is spent with, you know, Eagleville and Middleton and Christian School. Sure. And, and they have a bye. Uh, Christian School does, but they won the they won their uh, uh, division. I, um, uh, I I don't know. When you when you go around all around the state with the many, many, many games, there'll be plenty of blowouts, and most of them will be one fours, uh, and the four will be blown out. However, I predict – he said, with you know, being very brave, that someone a one will win somewhere, somewhere. I don't know where. It'll be in the lower division, probably. Uh, 
uh, one or two a football, but somebody will win. But there'll be a lot of blowouts. Probably probably eighty five percent to ninety percent of the of the one teams will win the first week. Yeah, you got half of the games will be one versus fours. Right. The other half are two versus threes. More competitive there, likely for sure. Yes. Uh, uh, we'll get into our schools here in just a bit, uh, how they finished up and all that kind of thing. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, kind of touch upon Derrick Henry just to touch in the Titans and then get into high school. And we've got lots to talk about on All Sports Talk. Hey guys, it's Scott. Make your health a priority with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center, where they exclusively specialize in men's wellness, and they are one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. It all starts with an annual wellness exam, where they do a comprehensive health assessment exclusively for us men, making it quick and easy to take care of your health. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, $155 a month, self-pay, or covered by most health insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. When the unexpected happens, fire, water, or storm damage, Fair Construction can help. Fair Construction is also there to help when a car slams through the wall, and that seems to happen more often these days. I'm Ron Hall. Let our family at Fair Construction help you. Call Fair Construction, and we'll board up, put down tarps, secure your home or business until the insurance coverage is approved. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Fair Construction Company. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvert for all your financial needs. Lee Calvin, I should say. With Edward Jones, Jeff, your Braves will have to wait one more game to get it done. Uh, Grand Slam in the first inning, up three to one in this series. You just uh, you're shaking your head back and forth, like I just feel like we let them off the hook. We don't need to go back. There's no question about that. You did. We had them as four nothing, and then you know four four, and then we take a lead again on a Freeman home run, and which is not going to be enough. You know that's not going to be enough. And sure enough, it wasn't. We didn't score again. But you get an extra night of baseball, Jeff. Beg pardon? You get an extra night of baseball. Well, that's true. And and it could be two (laughs) extra nights. We don't know. Uh, I I would assume that uh, going back to Houston is not something that anybody wanted to do. Of course not, other than Houston, of course. Yes. So we shall (laughs) see what happens tomorrow night. But uh, at any rate, uh, uh, (laughs) I was – Really just very pleased with the 4 nothing lead, and I thought, well, now we can hold this, and it was gone pretty quick. The home run, of course, in a World Series when you're up 3-1 to one in particular and it's a home game, is euphoric no matter what's going on. Right. A home run is something special no matter what's going on. But a grand slam, Jeff, to put you up 4 nothing in the first inning, and, and now you just visualize the championship's going to be ours. Those people were going bonkers. Yes, they, they really were. And Did you jump on the couch or anything? Uh, no. Um, but actually, uh, well, here's you don't know. Well, I hate to even <laughs> now. I've got, I've got, I'm, I'm, I was at a birthday party, all right, for uh, uh, a friend of mine named Abby, who's a teacher. Obviously, not till 11 o'clock at night, uh, no. And and uh, and my son in law, the Q man, uh, and um, and myself, which by the way is today, all right, okay. So I'm 114 today. <laughs> 
I think, according to John Dinkins, I'm 95, I think that's what Dalton said. You're well-preserved for 95. I am well-preserved for anything. <laughs> anyway, we were watching the ball game, and, of course, we were. everybody was yelling and screaming and very happy that, you know, the, the, the grand slam and everything. And 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 I'll have to say this, too. Nobody asked me. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and say this. I thought the Braves manager, maybe for the first time this year, I've seen him, and I've seen a bunch of games. First time this year, I thought he did a poor job. I really do. He should have taken that 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 kid out, Davidson, whoever the world he is. He clearly was in trouble, and when it, and he was still four nothing, and he had mm-hmm. runners first and second, and he didn't even warm anybody up, and cost us two runs. And now, of course, you don't know if the relief pitcher might have done worse. You don't know that, but. I'd like, I'd like to see a different approach. But I got 2020 vision, right? <laughs> I know exactly. That's kind, what. Of that, kind, of, kind of the way that works. We said we uh, discussed Derrick Henry and the Titans just a bit. Uh, just looked on the internet uh, just before I came on the air that uh, apparently Derrick Henry is going to have ankle surgery. No timeline yet for return, but Jeff, that's a big old boy. That's a lot of, a lot of weight to put on a, uh, an ankle. Right, uh, and his career is in front of him, Jeff. Good Lord, have mercy! How, how quick you're going to bring somebody back, and endanger not only the rest of this season but uh, the career. If the Titans get him back by playoffs at 100, percent they're good to go, Jeff. They're going to win the division. Yes, they're they going are. To be in the playoffs. There's not there's much question about that. Uh, the Colts laid it out on the line for him in the in the toward the end of the game, and then the overtime, uh, Titans tried their best to give it away and couldn't. Colts tried their best and finally found a way to get that done. But the Colts are now up three games, plus they've got the tiebreaker. The Colts would have to go like, I'm thinking, nine and one, and the Titans just have to go something like four and five or something. So Titans are going to be there. But they're going to have to get it done without Henry. And they they can, but uh, they're they're a different team without him. There's no doubt about that. A big different team. I don't know the um, exactly what's happened today. but I have a feeling that if they haven't already done so, uh, by tomorrow morning, uh, and I mean tomorrow morning, I think they will. I think they will have have signed somebody. Yes, I, th- I think so too. Uh, to take his place, I know that they've had a visitor there today. I don't know whether they signed him or not, uh, and so I'm not going to say who that is. But and I don't know how much they, he's got left in the tank. Don't know. Don't that. about Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Don't, okay. No secret here. Okay, I don't know if they signed him or not. Uh, they, they Adrian Peterson of ten years ago, mm. go for it. Adrian Peterson of today, there's a reason he was not playing on a roster, Jeff. But he has uh, played fairly recently. Yeah, he has, and and he's okay for sure. But Jeff, they won't be defensive back coaches won't be scheming for Adrian Peterson the way they had to scheme. No, for Henry. they won't. And Tannehill won't get the the uh, opportunities that he he's been getting before. Tannehill without Henry. Remember him in Miami was not a particularly great quarterback. Now he he's done well with the Titans, and I'm not saying he can't do well here. But we're about to find out what the real Ryan Tannehill is about because now they'll be king on him and not Henry. Well, uh, I think you you kind of already have alluded to this, uh, uh, and and I think it's true. If there were if there were a uh, a running back out there that even approached the talents of Derrick Henry, just approached them in the neighborhood, maybe he'd already be playing somewhere. Sure, he would not be available to you know to just sign off the street. Uh, so Titans are going to have to take a risk here. They have got to find somebody that that won't hurt them, takes care of the football. They can get you some positive yardage and can absorb a lot of those carries that, that, that Henry burns up the clock, that sort of thing. Now, I don't know if Peterson is that guy or not. I have no idea. I guarantee you this, though. Peterson thinks he is. Sure. I mean, this is a guy that rushed for 2,000 yards one year, so he knows what he's doing. But you're right. He's, I think he's 36. That's old for a running back. Uh, maybe not a fullback, but he's not a fullback. Not really. So we'll see. Also, I think the other amazing thing about it, I don't know if people thought about this, but we've, we've talked about it on this program. Uh, Henry went a long way with a lot of carries and a lot of yards without getting hurt. Sure. And it's and as you well know, all you got to do is look at the Titans roster, for that matter, and it's not, it's not if, you're, if you get hurt. 
It's when you're going to get hurt mm-hmm. because you're going to get hurt. I mean, that's just the way it is. Now, how much you're going to miss, how bad it's going to be, I don't know. He did not blow out a knee. That's good news. It is good it? news. But it's an ankle. Yep. Anything below the, the waist in, for a running back is sketchy. That's right. Think about the fourth down one play yesterday in overtime. Henry was going to be stopped. Adrian Peterson, Jeff, would have been stopped. Probably so. Any other human being in the on this planet would have been stopped short of the goal, short of that first down. But Henry made it happen. Uh, he's just Jeff. He's a he's a beast. He's a freak of nature, as someone called it, and I think that's <laughs> about about true. You're just not going to replace him. But the Titans defensively are better. They're going to win some. They're going to win a bunch of games with, even without him. I'm just saying the the Super Bowl that that kind of was dancing in some people's eyes is uh, a, a little bit farther out of reach right now. I well, think. and I, th- I think, uh, I believe a lot of Titan fans might agree with what I'm about to say here. I watched yesterday very closely everything that happened and tried to, you know, pay close attention. And uh, um, if I hadn't watched them in preseason, they had people on the field starting and playing defensive back that I didn't even know who they sure. were. I never heard of them. Or maybe just the passing of their na- their name, maybe, or they were on the practice squad. So the Titans are going to get some people back here uh, uh, off the injury list pretty soon. And I noticed that Lawan uh, is that right? Lawan, is I'm pronouncing that right? He played yesterday, and I understand played very, very well. So uh, and that's very good. And of course, the good thing about it is he wasn't talking about how poorly he played or how good he played or what he needed to do. He was actually out there doing it, which is a critical spot, as you know. To run a parallel, Middle Tennessee is now on their third quarterback, which means you're one snap away from being your fourth quarterback. Yes, that's right. Don't tell me that. (laughs) The Titans are an injury away from uh, take their best defensive lineman. Defensive line for Titans has played exceptional. But take the best defensive lineman away if that injury were to occur. So – Every time you get an injury to a key player, it, it just shortens the leash just a little bit. And uh, I'm not sure that middle won't do just fine with uh, number three. We, we shall see. Uh, it's going to get a real test in Bowling Green. I'd say that on Saturday, wouldn't you think? I would think so. And I would also say that I guess most people are aware of this. With Tannehill, the Titans are rolling the dice there because sure. their backup is very questionable. Sure. All right. Uh, so we'll see. Let's take a break. Let's see if Chip Walters got anything for us on the Blue Raider Insider Report right after this. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You had a day off in... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney. Here on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Watch the traffic increase even more now. On 24, coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County, we've been in pretty good shape as far as interstate accidents. Just lots of radar out here. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check out all their flavors at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Raiders. 
Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee as the football team scored touchdowns off a blocked punt, a fumble recovery, and an interception on Saturday afternoon, riding the momentum of its defensive dominance to a 35-10 win over Southern Miss. The Blue Raiders compiled five takeaways on defense over the course of the game, sacking Golden Eagle quarterbacks seven times and making 14 tackles for loss while holding Southern Miss to just 234 yards from scrimmage. The Blue Raiders pulled away in the second half. The uh, one black cloud on the day, uh, Mike Delello came in because of an injured Chase Cunningham. Uh, Cunningham went out of the game uh, in what appeared to be a non-contact injury and did not return. But Delello and also Nick Vadiato, a true freshman, uh, played in the ball game, and uh, Middle cruised to the 35-10 win. Middle has now uh, gone 4-0. They have never lost to Southern Mississippi in uh, in the history between the two schools. So now the uh, the the focus will turn to the 100-mile rivalry, and that will be against Western Kentucky on Saturday at 2.30 in Bowling Green. Looks like it's going to be a really good weather day. Uh, sunshine at about 55 degrees at kickoff. At least that's the forecast for right now. The uh, Coach Rick Stockstill will be joining us tonight on Rick Stockstill Live. Hope you can be with us uh, either in person at the Boulevard at 6 o'clock or, uh, if not, right here on WGNS. For his efforts, Middle Tennessee senior D.Q. Thomas was honored as the Conference USA Defensive Player of the Week on Monday. He uh, had, a, had a great day, dominating defensive effort, 10 tackles, two TFLs, two hurries, and a 43-yard interception return for a touchdown for the Oxford, Mississippi native. All right, other notes. Reed Blankenship has officially been invited to the 2022 East-West Shrine Game. We'll have more information on that. You can find it online at GoBlueRaiders.com. Turning to soccer, for the first for the third time throughout her five-year career, Peyton DePriest has been named the Conference USA Offensive Player of the Year. The honor is one of four postseason honors awarded to Middle Tennessee soccer in a vote of the league's coaches announced by the league office on Monday. Teammates senior midfielder Sam DBN was selected for the second team. Freshman defender Sasha Nielsen was selected to the all-freshman team. DePriest was named the player of the year. She was also named first team all-conference USA, marking the fourth straight year she was named as a conference USA first team selection and fifth straight earning conference USA all-conference honors. All right, DePriest also named to the Conference USA All-Academic First Team. That was uh, announced by the league office over the weekend. And uh, also, Kirsten Lickey was named the Conference USA Offensive Player of the Week after posting the best performance of her young career, helping Middle to a 3-2 win over Marshall on Senior Day. A couple of other notes in volleyball. The Blue Raiders dropped the final home match to the FAU Owls Three to two over the weekend. Middle Tennessee ends the season at five and one at home. The home record five and one. All right, women's tennis. Middle Tennessee 
posted numerous solid performance over the weekend in the three-day Louisville Classic at the Bass Rudd Tennis Center. The Blue Raiders competed against host Louisville as well as Ball State and DePaul. And to wrap this in a bow, congratulations to Blue Raider Cross Country. Both men and women captured the Conference USA Championships. Coach Keith Roman named Coach of the Year for both men and women. Doesn't get much better than that. Be sure and join us here at the top of the hour. Rick Stocks to Live right here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Fans eating in air, Lee Colvin, Financial Services, Edward Jones, bring you Jeff Jordan on Mondays, and Jeff has our uh, scores from Friday night, and then we'll talk about the playoffs that start on Friday. You ready? I'm ready. Um, Laverne, a pretty good setup, actually. Okay. <laughs> Laverne lost uh, 24-13 to McGavock. Uh, Laverne finished 1-9. And, nine. and I, I know that's terrible. I understand that. But I tell, you, I tell you, I may be way off base here. And I do not know the coach at all at Laverne. But I, I think maybe things are better. Just my opinion. Good. I, I'm, well, I'm hoping. Well, I hope that prophecy holds true. I really do. Blackman. And I both have a soft spot in our heart for Laverne. That's true. Blackman finished five and five. They beat the uh, Seagull. Seagulls four and six. Uh, the score was thirty four thirty one. Those three teams are are out of the playoffs, of course. Um, which uh, brings us to the other scores of uh, Fayetteville forty, Eagleville seven. The Eagles were five and five. Middle Tennessee Christian School beat Friendship twenty eight to seven. And by the way, on the T. Lubbock Double A scoreboard, that score was wrong all weekend. They never corrected it. Maybe they weren't told. Smyrna 31, Overton 28, Oakland 49, Rockville 21, and Riverdale 21, Stewart's Creek 0. Are you ready for the um, schedule? Go right ahead. Okay, as I said, Laverne and Blackman and Siegel are, are done for the year. Here's your playoff brackets now. All games will start at 7 o'clock local time, but all of these games, I believe, are, are in central uh, time so you don't have to go to Chattanooga or anywhere like that this year not the first round anyway Middle Tennessee Christian School they, they won the region they're seven and three won seven in a row to do that and uh and that guy Tack has done a pretty good job out there he is I, I may claim him as Ken after all well you could get right on that and I'll buy it if you want to even though he's from California or somewhere in Florida's he? where he came from okay you, you know I could have Ken in Florida I don't though well we'll pretend like we you, you do you like that word Ken I'm using that southern Anyway, they got a bye. They don't play. <laughs> uh, Eagleville is uh, uh, five and five. They were number three in their region. They go to seven and three Dresden, which is in West Tennessee, uh, uh, up near the Kentucky line. People go to Dresden all the time. They never come back. You never hear any more from them. Uh, but and it's two hundred miles from Eagleville, so that shows well, my you. My backdoor the, neighbor grew mm. up in Dresden. She came back. She came when well, she came here. She didn't go back to Dresden though. Okay, probably couldn't find it. Well, coach. <laughs> Coach Floyd can't find it, I guarantee you. So, you know, okay, the Eagles, 5-5. Five and five. Gallatin, 4-5. and five. They, go to the, they go to the dog pound this Friday night, um, 7 o'clock start. Smyrna's 7-2, and two, and they finished second in the region, exactly where you and I said yep, they would yep, finish. Yep, yep. Uh, Oakland, 10-0. and 0, uh, They were number one in the region, uh, and they host a 1-7 Warren County. 
Um, that score will be 150 to nothing if they want it to be. Coffee County, 5-5. Five and five. They go to 9-1 Riverdale. Riverdale finished second. Stewart's Creek, 5-3. They're at Lebanon, 9-1. Stewart's Creek was number four. And I think the best game, uh, now, you know, I'm probably making somebody mad, but I think, to me, the most interesting game is this one. Rockvale at 7-3. They finished third in the region. They go to a 4-6 Shelbyville squad, and that game will be on WGNS Radio. So Brian will have it for you, along with other people to help him out there. That's a great football game. I think, to me, has great interest. You know, I, I don't know what's happened with Shelbyville lately. Early on in the season, Jeff, they've had a couple of really nice mm-hmm. wins. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's an injury involved or two or what, what's happened uh, along the way. But, uh, yeah, I think Shelbyville's got a, got a formidable football team. Rick Rice done a good job out there. But, Jeff, think about this. Sturge Creek comes along. Siegel comes along. Blackman comes along. Rockville comes along. At the end of the day, most years it's still Oakland and Riverdale. Right. At the top of, top of the heap. Uh, there have been a few challenges, especially from Blackman. But uh, that, that business of watering it down, it's, it, how many state championships did Riverdale and Oakland have between them? I think they've both got four. I would have guessed it higher than that. Okay, let, let's state championship. State championship. That would be eight. And how many times they've been in the championship game and lost? Another four or five times, I'd say. Oh, Riverdale has been there and lost five. Uh, I can think of, I believe, three losses for Oakland. I think uh, I'm right. So that's another. So sixteen times they've been in the championship game. That's that's in a period of seventy uh, fifty years, right? Right. Starting in seventy two. One county, right? And you got to throw in Smyrna, by the way. State championship there when. Or two, yeah, with Sonny Gray and company, uh, the Dogs. And that was in, in the, the top division, Jeff, right? Right. Triple A at the time. Right. That's exactly correct. And there are some times, I think this kind of counts also, maybe a little, uh, where one of our teams was in the Final Four and didn't make the Final Two. That's happened. So – uh, it's it certainly, I don't know if you want to call it, I, I would call it a, a pretty dominant performance uh, from from our county. Well, there's no, not much question about that for sure. I don't know if anybody else can claim that. Outside of Blunt, uh, Maryville and Alcoa, those two together have put together a pretty good string. I think Alcoa's won seven in a row. I believe yeah. where they're at. And they're they're going to get number eight. Maryville will be in Oakland's bracket and likely to play each other, Jeff, uh, in its semifinals. Very likely, and it'll be in Maryville. Uh, and uh, if that game takes place, well, whoever plays them, I guess, will be there. Uh, and we had, we've had some other teams that over the years have dominated for long periods of time, maybe uh, uh, Trousdale County and NBA, really, years ago, and, and they've won one since Marty Overrod was there. And they'll, they'll be, they're going to finish second or third, I think, this year. Um, South Pittsburgh, there may be one or two others that uh, have had exceptional teams for a long time. Of course, Brentwood Academy and various, uh, uh, but it's been a long time, really, when they really come close to dominating. Riverdale, Oakland very well could play each other again in week round three. Riverdale, Jeff, continues to play great defense. And if, you, if you're going to beat Oakland, that may be the way to get it done. And, and uh, let's, I think we have to be realistic here. Riverdale will have to catch a break, but Jeff, in the game of football, lots of things can happen. If you're good defensively, you got a shot. Always right. give yourself a shot. Right. I, I think uh, uh, anybody can lose. I mean, you and I both know that anything can happen. Well, the Jets beat the Titans. That, uh, yeah. Okay. That's just one recent example. Yeah. But if if you can if you can get the football against Oakland and control the football and thereby control the clock and play great defense at the same time, you got a chance. But, and, of course, obviously, they can score. So you better keep them, the offense off the field if you possibly can, and that means control the ball. And nobody's had a lot of success against Oakland trying to do and, that. And, by the way, as we just talked before the Chip Walter report, injuries can play a huge role in this whole thing. Middle Tennessee loses their starting quarterback. Titans lose their best runner in the league and Derrick Henry. Uh, that changes the landscape a lot. Can – Middle win still? Yes, I think they can. Can Titans win? Yes, I think they can. Can Oakland overcome a a key injury? Probably better than most teams could, Jeff, but still, those kinds of things can happen. Well, particularly when you've got 10 weeks of practice backing you up and then you lose somebody, you know, that that really you really need 
and you've been used to them excelling or doing very, very well, and then you replace them with a backup who maybe hadn't seen the number of snaps, uh, maybe doesn't have the experience, uh, you know, it leaves you a little bit vulnerable, yes. To that end, uh, Middleton City Christian, I want to mention them, as you said, win their division. It came out of left field to do it, as you said, 0-3 and, and then now 7-3. Won, won their last seven games in a row, and and I think the key there, well, there's a lot of keys, I'm sure, but uh, I don't I don't believe that, that they showed any particular sign of panic during that time. Sure. They just kept working, won a game, won another one, and got their confidence and, and marched on to seven in a row. 615-893-1450 is our number. We're going to take the last break. We'll come back and finish things up on All Sports Talk. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon. Watch the traffic increase even more now. On 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County, we've been in pretty good shape as far as interstate accidents. Just lots of radar out here. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous Cotton Candy Wine. Check out all their flavors at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. First Bank across the state of Tennessee. Banks in Rutherford County, uh, Woodbury as well. Friendly service, great service as a matter of fact. All the professional needs are met at First Bank. Uh, busily getting together the Rick Stockstill live show, Jeff, at 6 o'clock. be interesting to hear Coach talk. I know he had to be proud of his defense on Saturday night to be sure he get five turnovers, a block kick for a touchdown, a scoop and score for a touchdown, and an interception for a touchdown. The defense scored more points than the offense did. In, in that, isn't that great when the when the I mean it just comes out of left field sometimes the, the defense when they do something like that like what happened in the Titan game I mean you know, we had a situation there where it was just absolutely terrible and then they they just do something totally completely dumb and we all of a sudden we have seven points and we hadn't counted on when your defense goes in, in middle had fourteen tackles for losses which means they were being highly aggressive right right they had seven sacks in the game highly aggressive once in a while Jeff that slips up and bites you in the ankle but if you can be aggressive against a team that's a little bit weaker than you and, and get them on their heels so to speak those kind of things can happen that's what's happening now i um i, I hope the titans can get uh, all their defensive backs well we've been down to where we didn't even have any substitutes really a defensive back uh and and the guys we had kind of played themselves into into contributors hadn't they well here's the thing if your defensive line with the titans has been far better this year than it's been in the past and the linebackers do th their job that makes the cornerbacks and safeties job so much easier it's never easy in the nfl don't get me wrong but these are professional athletes but jeff when when a quarterback quarterback's best friend is the defensive line putting pressure on the quarterback right right which means i can get away with a little bit of stuff because quarterback's never going to see this guy if he's wide open anyway so that's that, that's what you're hoping for, and that, I think that's what's happening to some degree. But the, the, the Titans' defense has played very well, and and uh, gives themselves a chance to win every week. I uh, I wouldn't. I would just have to say that I I stole this from listening to Titans radio, I guess. But the, uh, the I understand that according to them, 
the Titans are putting some pressure on the quarterback and making him uncomfortable. Uh, and that's really the key, making him run around, all that, not have all this time, maybe, whatever. And that they're doing it with just four people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that really opens up Absolutely. You know, some help for you there. And I can tell you from watching it that uh, they certainly did that against Kansas City. That guy was running for his life. Now, he's very good at it, Mahomes is, for Kansas City. He can run for his life. But he's not as comfortable doing that, I don't think, as he wanted to be. And then they, they covered pretty well. So worked out all right. That's for sure. We're kind of, kind of scattering around a little different directions, Jeff. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Middle Tennessee at Western Kentucky. I know that's a game that means a lot right now. Middle, Jeff, solidly in the in the hunt. They've got to beat Western FAU that's ahead of them, but they've got the future in front of them. I don't know what that's going to be like. I know Western scores a lot of points. I'm told they give up a lot of points, too. So it could be – it might be a shootout with a – Third-team quarterback, Jeff, I don't like the idea of having to get into a shootout, though, do you? No, I do not, and I, I, and I, don't, I don't know anything about this, this young man. I, I can't even pronounce his last name, so I apologize. You want to give it a shot again? The little <laughs> Okay. I think. Uh, he may be the next Tom Brady for all I know, but sure. I, somehow I doubt it. And, as, and the Western atmosphere is uh, never easy on even the best quarterbacks. So uh, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a load to, 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 to try to win that football game. But can they do it? Yes, of course they can. Do you imagine Rick Stockstall and, and Scott Schaefer, defensive coordinator of Middle Tennessee, are talking to the defense today? You, we'll have, you'll have to go up here and win that football game for us. Maybe so. Uh, you which, know. which is they're capable of doing. They've, the defense have beaten Marshall. And Southern Miss, I'm not going to say that altogether, but those two games, they were, they were just dominant right. to win those games. And Marshall, the only loss in the conference this year is to Middle Tennessee. Right. And it, it is – a. I think coaches – well, I don't, I don't know if they, if they say much about it. Sometimes they don't. Um, uh, but I'll I tell you what, he, I noticed um, the Titans coach and, and others – Really excited about their defense. You know, when, when they do well, when they sure when they shut somebody down, it it it, it means a lot to your to your team to keep the other team's offense off the field, um, and particularly if they're an outstanding offense and control the clock. It means everything. Well, the running game, which was re- very good for Middle Tennessee at Connecticut, was okay Saturday. It's, it's going to have to be really good Saturday though for that to happen. I think uh, to beat Western Kentucky. They are, um, and I, I have a sort of a connection with Western. I have a good friend of mine who is a big Western fan, and we, we talk, uh, and we talked this, this past weekend uh, at, when we were in Nashville together. And um, he, he is very critical of Western almost all the time uh, and, and very honest and open about it. And, and, and I, I think he feels like that Western will win the football game. He says they score too much. Probably to, to not to lose to lose to us that they will win, but uh, he said their team is very questionable. So, well, I guess we'll find out. You know, uh, it's not uh, anything you can walk into and say we're going to get five turnovers this game to win the ball game. Right? If Middle can find a way to turn it over against Western two or three times, give themselves a shot, and and you know we'll just have to see what the number three quarterback is going to be like in live competition. But as I say, that's when you really need the running game to pick itself up a little bit, give the guy a chance. Because if they get to zero in on him without much running game, it's going to be awfully tough. Well, generally speaking, and we'll have to take the the blocked punt out of – and we didn't have one of those, thank goodness. But take that out of the equation. If you turn the football over uh, one less than your opponent, okay, it really increases your chances oh, of winning yeah. the football game. Yeah. It really does because you've got an extra time and they've got one less extra where they can mount a drive. If it if the number is two, then then you've got a real chance. Long as you're not don't have a punt blocked. Now blocked punt or fumbling at the one yard line or doing what the the uh, uh, team did uh, uh, the, the Colts did this past week, where you just you turn it over at the one in the air. Yeah, left-handed, of course. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, if you do that kind of thing now, you're just begging to lose. Am I right that if that pass is incomplete, that's going to be called intentional grounding and safety in the end zone, don't you imagine? Well, when he threw it, he was in the end zone, yes. Intentional grounding in the end zone is a safety. Safety, yes. 
It had to be intentional grounding. He wasn't throwing it to anybody. Well, no, he wasn't. He was desperate is what he was. <laughs> he was very desperate. <laughs> and he was between the hash marks. By the way, so. if we needed any confirmation that we're probably Middle Tennessee's likely to play in the MAC next year, my son just texts me. He says, look like we're going to the MAC. And I said, well, <laughs> okay. Uh, the word's getting around. It, nothing's official, folks, yet. See, But you've got enough time to kind of wrap your arms around it. Is this a good thing? Jeff, three weeks ago, when mm-hmm. Conference USA was – Solid 14 teams where we thought we'd be whatever. And and someone had said to you, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky, you're going to leave the Conference USA as it was then and go to the MAC. What would have been your reaction? I think they're crazy. We probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> probably wouldn't have. No, no I don't think so. Um, but I, I will say this, and, and you, we've also talked about this, you and I have, of being coaches, you have to be this way. If you're not this way, you're not going to be very successful. It, it, if you you have got to try to turn things, even if they're bad, you've got to try to find a way to at least reduce how bad it is or turn it into a positive, right? Okay. And yes. one one major positive on this changing and going into the MAC is that at least as far as I'm concerned, it's a positive is we're going to be playing people that I actually heard of. Yeah. I actually know where they are. You know, I, I have no idea. You probably do. I have no idea where Louisiana Tech is, except it's in Louisiana Rust somewhere. in Louisiana. I've been there. Then I don't care where it is, and that's the whole point. Ten, uh, row, if, ten miles from Monroe, by the way. Well, the, wonderful. That really <laughs> narrows it down for me. It's like Dresden in the Eagleville game. I, you know, I couldn't find it if we left today. Okay, so so where is Miami of Ohio? It's in Ohio. <laughs> In Toledo? I don't know. Where, Kent? Where, well, I, uh, Kent. Ohio, you? I don't know. <laughs> but I have heard of them. I know who they are. I know that they, I know who where Ball State is. I've been on their campus. So have you really? So have you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Muncie, Indiana. There you go. By the way, back in the late 1960s, Muncie, high school, Muncie Central High School in Indiana basketball was absolutely fabulous. They were, they were a team to be reckoned with year in and year out. So, uh, little trivia that nobody cares about, I'm sure. <laughs> it is uh, 5.59, which means we got to get out of the way. Rick Stockstill Live is coming up next. Braves baseball, hopefully a World Series championship, Jeff, right? Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, I hope. Right here on GNS. That's going to wrap things up. Thanks for listening. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.